0: Welcome to the Uncensored Society Podcast, where guests share their insights, experiences, and tactics to help you accelerate your business. So building, scaling, and monetizing your business is made easier. And now, your host, Kay Suthar.
1: All right, guys, our next speaker today is amazing. Oh, my God. He is a real estate broker and a business owner. He is one of the top agents in the state of Utah and a member of the Forbes Real Estate Council. Yeah, that's right. That's what I just said. He is also the director of the Utah Podcast Coalition and a former chapter president of the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. His focus is helping his community learn about real estate instead of just buying real estate, right? He is here today to share how he built his brand on social media and how he has revolutionized his business. Please welcome Tony Acosta, real estate broker and member of the Forbes Real Estate Council. Oh my god, Tony, it's amazing to have you here. Thanks for coming on board.
0: Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here and you know, can't wait to have a great conversation. I appreciate you.
1: Oh, I totally appreciate you. You know what? We had a brief conversation a few days ago and what you were telling me, I was like, oh my God, Tony, I need to have you on the show. People need to hear about this, right? So before we get into the whole nitty gritty of how you started your business, what you do, how you serve the world, Tell us a little bit about your background and what you were doing before you even got into business.
0: Of course. So before I even got into business, I was trying to figure out where to, if I wanted to go to college, if I didn't want to go to college, what I wanted to study. I was kind of in that in that limbo, right? And so by chance Uh, We ran into my who became my business mentor and he kind of explained things to me and said, hey, there's this real estate thing. You should jump on board. It's a good opportunity. And so I kind of made the decision instead of going away to college to jump into uh, real estate and start start building our team and building our business.
1: wait, hold on a second. So you decided no college. College wasn't for you. You're just going to learn and go straight into business. What did your friends
0: exactly? Yep. About
1: that?
0: Well, you know, especially my parents, they were not very into the idea at the time. I was like <laughs> 21 years old when I made that decision. Yeah. Uh, but you know surprisingly, my mom has always kind of believed that uh, that I had certain talents, if you will. And so I kind of had the benefit that they knew my real estate broker. So my real estate broker went to high school with my parents. No and so they knew that he did well and they knew they were kind of familiar with his background and they knew that he did pretty well for himself and so they were like hey if if Tony can jump on and and learn then you know long term this is going to be a good thing
1: So Tony I heard you had the ability to help people learn Now what does that mean cuz isn't that what educators do
0: it should be what educators do, right? And so interestingly enough, when I first got into real estate, uh, I was taught how to sell. And so it was all about salesmanship, which is important. You know, I'm not saying that salesmanship doesn't matter, especially in business, right? You have to know how to pitch your product and know how to show people the advantages of what you're doing. But one of the things that I try to do, because I was so early in business, I didn't have any background. I didn't have a degree. I didn't have a lot of contacts. So where I started was just answering questions on social media. So if somebody asked me, hey, what do I need to do to buy a house or whatever real estate question I got, I'd write it down on a notepad. And then I would just make a little Facebook video. Back in the day, it was Facebook. This was like 10 years ago. And I would just answer it. And what I found was that when I tried to educate people and give them information versus just sell them stuff, it actually worked out better. You know, I found that people would trust me more and they would open up more and they would feel like I wasn't going to sell them, that I actually wanted to help them. And so I've really tried to make that the central focal point of my content and of my marketing. And I found it to be very effective when I focus on educating instead of selling, yeah. uh, it it just, it just works out better.
1: Oh, most definitely. You know, I'm um, giving people value and really showing people what you're actually capable. Um, eventually, could lead to sales. I mean, it's it's the long game that you're playing, but it's a fruitful one. And it builds on your authority and reputation uh, and into your entire building rather than just having a pitch fest, right?
0: Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that that's where a, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs could really gain an upper hand on their competition. Right. Because again, that's what is taught. It's just by default, you're taught to sell. So if you can find a way to make that shift, And sell less but give more value then you'll you'll be surprised by your results
1: okay so there's a couple of things there that's really spoken out to me and I know a lot of people struggle with this is people love giving value especially you know when you're passionate about something but what where is the line by giving value and then devaluing yourself and giving too much information away
0: That's actually a very interesting concept. I was having a conversation yesterday uh, about this, where in my opinion, and this is just my personal opinion, but information has been commoditized. So you can go on the internet and learn about whatever you want, be that real estate, be that how to grow a business, whatever it is, the internet has kind of made information just public to everyone. So if if, if people don't get information from you, they can get it somewhere else. And so when I kind of had that aha moment, mm-hmm. it, it really changed things because I have tried to become the source of real estate info for the people that follow me. And if I don't do that, then they can get it somewhere else. There's somebody else in the world that has that is doing real estate content. So when I realized that people don't need me to get the info because the info is a Google search away, right. then I focus more on being the resource. Um, instead of you know worrying about am I giving away too much or you know right. should I make them pay for this or whatever because uh, the information is out there and it's easily accessible and it's free right. so if you can become the source then I think that uh, it's much more valuable not only to your community but also to yourself as a brand
1: well that, that's really interesting actually that um, you're saying that don't, you know, make sure that you are the resource that people go to to find out the information. Um, And that's really, really on point, really, because the Internet, so much stuff is accessible now. You don't necessarily have to go to one person to learn anything. You can just start from YouTube. YouTube is the best how to platform to learn anything out there. Right. So that's really interesting that you said that. Um, Just to take a couple of steps back. You mentioned in the beginning, you know, you were reaching out to people on social media and educating them. But how did you have those people come to you and ask
0: questions? So I tried to have as many Facebook friends as I could have. So I would go through and look at Facebook's suggested friends. And if there was someone that I knew, I would try to friend them. And then I would just always be aware of questions that people ask me. If it was at dinner if it was at a, if I was meeting with a client I would always try to be aware of every single question that anybody could ask me and then I would just share it with my facebook friends if I had 50 at the time it was 50 then it was 75 then it was a hundred and so I just constantly and consciously tried to build that list and I would try to add people to the list I would ask people hey are you on Facebook yeah I'm on Facebook hey do you mind if I friend you uh, now it's more instagram and Facebook but um, people are using all of these social media platforms and they're designed for connection, right? In my opinion, they were built for human connection. And so when you go up to someone and you say, hey, are you on Instagram? They'll say, oh yeah, absolutely. And then it, it's, it's very easy to find someone on social. I found it, and maybe this is just my you know, millennial self-talking, but it's easier to get someone to talk about their Instagram profile than to give you their phone number, in my opinion right and so uh, i just consciously tried to build that list try to follow people and then they would well once we we were friends then the algorithm naturally would start showing them my stuff and those that liked it they would continue to watch
1: so how long did it take you to build up your social media following because it sounds like a a a hell of a lot of time to spend (laughs) on that and a lot of energy right
0: it did at first it took a long time and honestly it was probably two or three years before anybody cared. Oh, wow. Was, yeah. So my videos would get 13 views, 21 views for a long time. But, you know, the cool thing was that I've, I've had videos that have 87 views, but I've gotten two deals out of those, you know? And so it, you don't necessarily have to have hundreds of thousands of views on every piece of content in order for it to be effective. And so when I saw that, it was really encouraging because I was waiting to have five, six figure views. And it just wasn't happening, but I was able to get some business even off of videos that had 46 views. Wow.
1: So I know you're talking about doing this like 10 years ago. Would you still use the same approach for anyone else that's starting out or would you do things differently now?
0: I would do it the exact same way, yeah. which with yeah. whatever platform is most popular right now, it just happens to be Instagram. For some people, it can be TikTok too, right. uh, but just provide value and just try to give people information that is different. Whatever business you're in, if you do carpet cleaning, show people how to clean their own carpets. If you are an auto mechanic, show people how to change their own oil. And when I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, it's kind of it kind of messes with their brain a little bit because they're like, "How why why would I teach someone to do the very thing that I charge to do?" right? right. And so I think that the idea is if they know that you know how to do it, and you teach them how they're not going to want to do it like for me if i need to change my oil i don't want to change my oil Right? i'm just not a handy dude like that but right. if i know that you know because you taught me how to do it right. now i trust you right and so it's this weird dynamic where you don't have to fear devaluing yourself yeah. you're just showing people that you're competent in my opinion
1: uh-huh amazing i like that i like the the comparison that you made there um and the fact that you can actually rely on outsourcing other people and use their skills and that you don't need to know everything about everything right
0: of course because you can't at the end of the day you can't and you have to that's that that's how we live our lives like we all buy things we all rely on people I have, you have an accountant or you have your hair person or you have, so we all rely on experts that we trust. And so the idea is try to reverse engineer why you trust them and then just replicate that so that people can trust you.
1: Oh, that's amazing. So now tell us this, what makes you an expert in this field then?
0: So I had the blessing that when I first got into real estate, my mentor had a lot of business. And so one of the reasons why he brought me on was because he needed help showing properties. And so he had a large client base, but he physically didn't have the time to go out and show everybody homes. So when I came in, I had the benefit of being exposed to a lot of people and a lot of deals and a lot of circumstances very, very early. Uh, So right. As soon as I started, I had 10 different families that I was showing homes to and so over the years I got a lot of experience and I got a lot of questions and I was able to see different scenarios and different you know loan programs and different hiccups throughout transactions different kinds of transactions and so that really was what helped me get the experience to where now there's really very little that I haven't seen as far as you know buying or selling real estate but that was really the critical thing that I was allowed to have access to a lot of people early that weren't necessarily my clients, uh, because I came in as part of the team, and so I was able to learn very quickly.
1: So, when you were uh, when you were doing this and starting off in real estate, did you know real estate is something that you wanted to do, or was this something that you just kind of fell into, and an opportunity just presented itself?
0: It kind of just fell into my lap. You know, when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go to college or not, we ran into Daniel, who ended up being my mentor at a burger joint. And they started a conversation with my burger parents, joint. Yep, just, <laughs> at, just at a burger joint. We were just yeah. out having lunch mm. and he happened to be there. And so he was thinking about growing his team mm. and he asked my parents, Hey, what's your kid doing? And they're like, nothing, he's up to no good. Like, I don't know. And so he invited us to his office to kind of explain his model and kind of what he was trying to do. And he felt that it was a good thing and I just kind of jumped into it. But no, I never had a plan to be a real estate agent. I I didn't even know what that was. (laughs)
1: All right. So I think the the point that I'm getting to is a lot of people struggle with what is it that they want to do? What is their passion, right? And people go through many, many years trying to figure this out. Some people don't even figure it out. So what kept you... Interested in knowing that this is what you want to do, this is the path for you. um Like, how did you figure that all out?
0: Yeah, I think there's there's two parts to that answer. Number one, um, kind of the the shallow part is it makes good money, right? Okay. That's kind of the shallow thing, right? And I can't put that aside because it would just be disingenuous. Like yeah. real estate commissions, they're pretty good. You, know, you can make dollars off off of a deal. Um, so when when I did the math, I was like, "That's a lot of hours if I'm making ten bucks an hour. That's a long time, right?" Yeah. So that'd be number one. But number two, kind of what kept me in it because it is also a difficult profession, mm-hmm. was seeing people go through that process, especially in the Hispanic community. There's a lot of first-time home buyers. There's a lot of people who just haven't had the opportunity to to buy real estate, aren't haven't had the opportunity to learn about it, and so when when I see people go through the process to where when they start, they don't really believe that they can buy a a property or start to build wealth that way. And when I see that they start to get educated and they're excited and they buy one home and then they sell it, they buy a larger home or all of a sudden they have two, three rental properties. And I see that it literally changes their lives. uh, That's what really keeps me in it. And that's kind of the motor, right? Because, um, You know, 90% of millionaires are made in, in real estate through real estate properties. And so helping my community kind of take baby steps towards that is incredibly rewarding.
1: Wow. And so if somebody wanted to get into real estate, what kind of principles do you think that they need to learn? Do you have anything to teach them right now that they can implement to kind of get them started on that road?
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, well, number one, you want to... Uh, find out what the requirements are in your area, right? So you're going to have to get licensed. You're going to have to take your test. You have to go all through the government requirements to get your license. Once you have it, then in my opinion, you have to start talking about brand. And so you want to start thinking of yourself as everything that we've been talking about, right? Try to read as much as you can. Try to ask a lot of questions. If you can attach yourself to somebody who is already successful, that is willing to teach you and is willing to give you exposure, Like I was, I had that blessing. Then that can really help you learn much quicker. And uh, and actually, I have been working on uh, a course. It's called uh, my Brand Builder Course. And so I'm going to give all of your listeners access to that course absolutely for free.
1: Oh my! We love free (laughs) gifts here. We absolutely love it. Thank
0: you. No, and uh, you know I spent a lot of time on this course, but basically it goes over how to number one, the mindset part of thinking of yourself as a brand and what that actually means, but also number two, the tangible things, right? From how to post, what to post, how to structure your show, how to chop it up. If you're doing it yourself, if you're going to have a a content person, um, you know, times and days to post and just little tips and tricks like that, so that you can start the process of putting out good content and have people follow you. So Um, that's going to be available to everyone that listens to the Uncensored Society podcast 100% for free.
1: Amazing. And so I know you've helped a lot of people um, all over the world learn real estate, help them with their homes and things like that. Do you have a couple of success stories that you can tell us about with your clients?
0: I do. Yes. So when we talk about just clients, um, there's one young man in particular that comes to mind. His name is Edward. He lives uh, here in Utah. He lives about an hour north of where I am. And so uh, I met Edward back in 2000, I want to say 2014, 2013, 2014. And he didn't qualify for very much. So he came in, he bought a little starter home. It wasn't his dream home. I remember the home had some issues and it wasn't really what he was looking for, but it was what he could buy at the time. And so he got that house and then he calls me like 18 months later and he's like, Hey, I want to get another one. And so we go for another one. And then he calls me 12 months later. Hey, I want to get another one. And so now he's i think, right now he's probably like 29 years old and he has like seven properties.
1: Wow. 29. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: And it was crazy from the very beginning. He was, he was very shy and he like, he didn't really know what to say. And so Um, I remember he used a down payment assistance program the first time because he didn't have a lot of savings. And just to see his transformation to where now his friends ask him about real estate, he's kind of like the real estate guy. Um, And he has, I think, six or seven properties. And the home that he's in now is a much nicer home. And he basically lives for free because he has five or six rental properties. So um, he is probably one of the, the more inspirational stories of someone who just didn't think that they could do it and they pulled it off and now they're in a much better place.
1: Yeah, I bet you he's not so shy anymore.
0: No, not, not at all. He <laughs> talks about it all the time. <laughs>
1: Amazing. So I know at this point, Tony, people are probably thinking, where do I get hold of Tony? I need to speak to him. So where can people <laughs> go to connect with you?
0: For sure. The easiest way is through Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at underscore T-O-N-Y, V is in Victor, and two. So underscore Tony V2, we'll probably have the the link in the show notes. But um, feel free to connect with me on there. Shoot me a DM. I try to go through all my DMs every single day as much as I can. And so I try to make myself available. And then also through the uh, Brand Builder course. So the Brand Builder course goes through everything in depth. And so um, I'm, I'm actually, out of all of the e-courses that I've done, this is the one that I'm the most proud of and that I think that can provide the most value. But the awesome. the uh, social media that, that I use the most is Instagram at, at this time.
1: Oh, there Awesome, awesome. Guys, if you want to get into real estate, please, please, please go ahead, contact Tony, download his free program, his free course, learn about that. But one thing actually, Tony, that I actually missed out, and for our listeners that need to know this, What you do in regards to real estate, can it work in any country or is it specific to a country or a state?
0: So in my opinion, it can work anywhere, right? Different countries or different places have different rules, the way real estate is set up. But at the end of the day, people buy real estate all over the world. And so the thing is just how can you become the person in your community, in your town, in your city that just knows the most about real estate and puts out the most content. Um, So always try to learn about the rules and regulations wherever you are. But brand is brand. Marketing is marketing, whether you're here or in the UK or wherever it is. So I think that the pillar concepts are universal.
1: Oh, there you go. So guys, if you're thinking it's not going to work for you because you live in the UK or Switzerland or Germany, wherever it may be, it can work for you, right? Go ahead and uh, contact Tony, make sure you get his program and start putting things into action. Tony, it was amazing having you on the show. Thank you so much. So many golden nuggets and so very quickly, but thank you for coming on this show. It was amazing to have you here.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening to the Uncensored Society podcast at www.uncensoredsocietypodcast.com. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get this and every other episode that's coming out. We have lots of great stuff coming, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss it. And thank you in advance for all the reviews and comments. I appreciate it so much, and I look forward to serving you in next week's episode.